developing your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. Star Wars 7x7 episode 810. Today we're looking at the three clips that have been released by Lucasfilm so far to preview season three of Star Wars Rebels. Punch it, Chewie. Feel a disturbance in the force? It's Star Wars 7x7, your daily seven-minute podcast with your host, Alan Voivod. Destiny Unleashed. Hey Rebel Rouser, welcome to Star Wars 7x7. I'm your host, Alan Voivod, and there have been three clips, as I mentioned, released for Star Wars Rebels so far. One of them called Enter Thrawn, another one called Mind Trick, and a third one, Meet Bendu. Now, Enter Thrawn is not exactly a preview of the first couple of episodes, per se, but it's actually sort of a season teaser, if you will. The clip, which we will have embedded for you at the blog post for the show's episode at SW7X7.com, along with the other clips that we're going to talk about today, has one new line of dialogue where he says, Thrawn does, I study the art of war, work to perfect it. And in the midst of this, we see new scenes of destruction, a lot of spacefaring destruction. Presumably this is all happening at the hands of Thrawn-directed Imperial forces, but we don't know for sure, of course, because, you know, it's a little 30-second thing and anything can be spliced into it from any part of the season, but that's the gist that they're trying to give you. And we also hear him talk about having the Rebels be the architects of their own destruction as well. So not a lot that's new per se, and certainly not a lot that's new that we don't already know about Thrawn from the Expanded Universe, that this is the kind of guy he is, but there you go. And still, it layers over, I would say, a very you know, doom and gloomy kind of situation. You know, Things are not going to go very well for the Rebels this season. They're going to be tested as they have never been tested before. And it's funny to think about, too, if you consider the possibility that Rebels goes five seasons, all right, I know Clone Wars went five plus a sixth on Netflix plus all the other stuff, et cetera, et cetera, but go with me on this. You know, Rebels taking place roughly one season per year, maybe, and it's five years before the events of A New Hope when it started, so maybe five seasons, maybe not. You know, I'm sure they could figure out a way to work around that, but anyway... In season one, they brought Tarkin in as the big bad guy. In season two, they had Darth Vader working the scene, and now they bring in Grand Admiral Thrawn for season three. So if they need another big bad for season four, five, and beyond, I wonder who it could be. So I'd love to hear your thoughts on that matter. Chime in at the comments at the blog post for this show's episode at SW7X7.com. They still have the Emperor out there, of course, so wouldn't that be a downer of a finale? (laughs) The Emperor comes and wipes all of them out, and that's it. Series finale, Star Wars Rebels. Good night! (laughs) I don't think that would go over very well, but I digress. The second video that we have is actually labeled as a Steps into Shadow clip. It is called Mind Trick. And we saw a little bit of this in the Season 3 trailer. It involves an ATDP, that's an all-terrain defense pod for those of you playing at home. And Ezra connects mentally with the pilot of the ATDP and takes over his brain. Now, 
this is a little bit different from the kind of mind tricks that we see Obi-Wan Kenobi doing because he actually ends up controlling the guy and gets him to take the controls and instead of firing at the rebels to swing the ATDP around and point it at the stormtroopers that are on the ground along with it. So not only does he take control of the direction it's going, but he actually gets the guy to fire the laser cannon on this thing against his own stormtroopers and turns it away. And there's no dialogue in this thing at all except for one stormtrooper saying, hey, what are you doing? But I want you to listen to the music because the music is an incredible combination of both force music and also dark-sided influence. Have a listen to this. Did you hear it there? It goes bum, 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 bum. And you kind of hear those dark side voices of that choir in the background as well. Now, I'm no David Collins. You know, he's the guy who does Star Wars Oxygen over on Rebel Force Radio and does all the music analysis. But I got to say, Kevin Kiner, who's the guy who composes the music for Star Wars Rebels, kudos on that. That is really a very telling piece, I think, and also just very foreboding. I mean, it's great that he is powerful enough to protect his friends this way, but yeah, he kind of steps over the line, doesn't he? I mean, he takes control of the guy's mind and uses him to kill his own comrades. I mean, that is definitely a problem. This is where when Kanan says, you know, he thinks the Sith holocron is changing him and not in a good way, then, you know, this is an example of it right here. And speaking of the Sith holocron, we have the third clip, which is Meet Bendu. Now, Bendu is one of the most talked about new characters in Season 3 of Star Wars Rebels. He is the middle way of the Force, as he calls himself. He is neither light nor dark. Yet he is affected by the balance between them because he says that it is the imbalance in between light and dark that has awoken him from a very long slumber. But once he is awoken, he apparently calls out somehow into the universe of the Jedi and the Sith through the Force or whatever because Kanan shows up and Bendu says, hey, you got my call. And we don't necessarily know enough about the situation yet to know whether it was one that was specifically sent to Kanan somehow or whether it was just some communication through the Force itself that only Force-sensitive people would have picked up on. And Kanan has the Sith holocron on his person, which he lets the Bendu check out. The Bendu pops it open against Kanan's better judgment or wishes and saying, you know, it's dangerous or whatever. And Bendu says, you know, this object is not the danger. It's, you know, people's choices to do bad things. These things create temptation, sure, but it's not the object that actually pushes you to the dark side of the force. It's the person that makes the choice to go to the dark side of the force. You know what? Bendu actually says all this more elegantly, so I'm going to give it to him. Here's what Bendu has to say about the Sith Holocron. An object cannot make you good or evil. The temptation of power, forbidden knowledge, even the desire to do good can lead some down that path. But only you can change yourself. See, there you go. Much more elegant. All right, so there is one other thing about this clip that I wanted to share for you. And eagle-eyed viewers may have caught this, and it took me a couple of times watching it before it jumped out at me. But there is a bird that flies around in this thing and actually lands on the shoulder of the Bendu. And it is a convoy. Now, this is notable for one or two particular reasons. First of all, as a fun behind-the-scenes fact, the Convor, or Convories, plural, was named by Dave Filoni in honor of his wife, whose maiden name is Anne Convery. 
And the second thing has to do with Twilight of the Apprentice, which was the season two finale of Star Wars Rebels. So a convoy makes a brief appearance there. And as we're going to get into more deeply on Friday with our Ahsoka Tano theory about her fate at the end of season two, there is a series of cards in the Star Wars Card Trader app where it was the artist series and it was done by Dave Filoni. And it's 10 cards which are supposed to metaphorically detail what happens to Ahsoka Tano after the season two finale. And the Convor appears on one of those cards as well. Now, Filoni's been asked a number of times about what the deal is with the Convor. And there's a quote from him which, maybe there's something slightly grammatically off about this, so I'm just going to read it as is and bear with me. But he says, In some ways I could say that it's a messenger, it's an observer. It is definitely something. And I would suggest, I would rather have fans debate, but I would suggest to say that whatever that thing is, is an avatar of what has actually appeared in the animated Star Wars universe before. So decrypt from there. Now, knowing that Filoni has something going on with a convor and there is some specific meaning to it, you have to wonder if a convor showing up in this conversation with the Bendu has any particular meaning as well. I, of course, think it does. It could certainly be Filoni trolling the fans and making them go, Look, a convor! What does it mean? What does it mean? But I don't feel like Filoni is one to troll people per se. I think he's one to do things with very specific intent and as opposed to watching over what happens with the Jedi or the Sith. This convoy lands right on the shoulder of the Bendu who represents himself as a middle way of the Force. So that would suggest to you where the allegiances of the convoy lie and might give you another hint of what it could possibly be an avatar of. But we'll get into more of that on Friday with the Sukatano theory stuff. And tomorrow, we're actually going to talk more about Dave Filoni himself. I know I just said that he doesn't seem to be the kind of troll people. Well, we are going to have a look at what kind of person he is in tomorrow's episode. And as for this episode, we're just about done. I only have a trivia question left for you, which is coming after the break. Stay tuned. Hey, Rebel Rouser. You're listening to this podcast. Maybe you'd like to listen to a Star Wars story, too. Luckily, we've got just the thing for you. We've partnered with Audible to give you a free download and a free 30-day trial of their awesome service. All you got to do is go to audibletrial.com SW7X7 to sign up and get your free download. They've got dozens of Star Wars titles, anything you want to do to explore that galaxy far, far away. One more time for you, audibletrial.com SW7X7. Alright, here's that trivia question for you. I've been waiting for this day for a long time. Last time I asked you what object Rey had put on just before she heard BB-8's call for help, and that was a rebel fighter pilot's helmet. Today's question, while Rey is eating her dinner, she does something that would ordinarily be considered rude in polite company. What is it? Thanks for listening to another episode of Star Wars 7x7, and hey... Before you follow Obi-Wan on some idealistic crusade, check out SW7x7.com for show notes, links, photos, videos, and more. And if you like what you've been hearing, support the podcast at patreon.com SW7x7. It's not a mind trick, it's destiny unleashed. This 
podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars-related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2016 Star Wars. Unless I'm we hope you love it.